Hi, this is Sharon from the Modern Savvy CPA, starting my new um, money habit series on small businesses. So um, we finished last week um, with the lies we tell ourselves about money on an individual personal finance basis, and we started um our new series uh, with the four things that entrepreneurs should know before they start their business. And today we are going to continue. And this is, this show is going to be a summary of um, all the, the bad money habits that small businesses and businesses have that prevents them from being, um, the most profitable, so the maximum profitability. And we're going to go through and summarize these habits, and, and then we are going to start um, next week with uh, all going dig digging deep and going deep into all of these topics and explaining what these habits are, how we could change these habits and how we can um, use better money habits and um, use smarter money habits to to help us be more profitable in our business. So our focus um, with what I'm trying to focus on when it comes to um, your financial wellness, whether it's your, your business, your retirement, your individual, your kids, um, is to focus on what you have, what you have to work with and work within what you have. So in every aspect, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to um, focus on what you make when it comes to personal finance and work within that that um that feel so it's going to be the same thing with your businesses you know um it's going to be uh, we're going to be focusing in what your normal revenue is of course you want to be able to be moving forward with your revenue but we're not going to be focusing so much on the actual revenue we're going to be focusing on profitability because there are a lot of people that make a lot of money but they're not profitable you know so you can be bringing in millions of millions of dollars of revenue but your net profit is not where it should be it's not even close to where it should be and that will prevent you from accomplishing a lot of things that you might want to be looking into accomplishing when it comes to your small business or your business. So one of the first topic that, um, we want to talk about is neglecting your books, neglecting your books and not doing the necessary reportings, not let necessarily understanding what your reportings are and this has to do with bookkeeping it has to do with bookkeeping and accounting and bookkeeping and accounting is going to be the mantra good bookkeeping and accounting is going to be the mantra for this series it's going to be the mantra means it's what we're going to keep repeating because it is the foundation of where you start where you what are you looking at um in terms of making sure that you are dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's when it comes to 
small business profitability, small business growth, small business leveraging, small business taxes, everything. It, this but good bookkeeping goes back to. So, you know, small businesses must, and I repeat, must record all their transactions, you know, make sure that if you are not bookkeeping bookkeeper savvy or you're not accounting savvy you hire the right bookkeeper because it's essential that your books are in order so how you get your books done is up to you but the, the essential here is you need to get the books done so you need to make sure that you know your your chart of accounts is set up properly a chart of accounts means that you are um you know, the accounts that has to do with your business that you want to understand how much you're spending with the things that you want to read, you know, it, book, good bookkeeping includes recording all your sales, your expenses, your inventory. If you are um, an inventory based company, you know, your earnings, you know, you want to make sure that, um, you know, you're doing all of this, you know, private companies, one of the reasons that we have issues with private companies is, you know, bad money management and bad money management starts with bad bookkeeping or no bookkeeping. So while private companies don't have to report financial data and things like that to, to, um, you know, governmental, except for your taxes, you know, you, they tend to, um, how do you say, they tend to um, be lax on that. That is one of the last things that they do. But before you even start working on your stuff, because you're starting to spend. So once you start spending on your new venture, you need to start having good bookkeeping. You need to start recording your financial data so you can eventually compile them into financial data that can be read to help you with managing your company to help you to understand if your people are stealing from you to help you to work on your taxes to help you um you know, know where you're spending your money and where it is helping you and how it's profitable to use something or it's not profitable to use something to understand your waste. There's so many things that having your number picture will help you with, especially when it comes to business. It is so priceless to have your number picture, you know, so you want to make sure that you're starting off with you know, the right things. You want to make sure that, you know, reporting, you know, recording your data, you've done that, you know, from the beginning. So you are not back, you're not lax on that. You know, there are some companies that, that have to do build outs for, for example, professional offices, doctors, lawyers, um, accountants, they have to do build outs. And when you're doing a build out, you spend a lot of money at a large pace of time. So starting off, spending some money and setting up your books, starting off with that to make sure that you're recording all of the things that you're spending, all of your expenditures might not necessarily be expenses on the books currently, but you are spending money on fixed assets and things like that. So you want to make sure that your, your stuff is accurate. Those are all things that can help you with your taxes. When you're starting out, you need to pay minimum taxes. So you need to make sure that you're using all your deductions and you're doing everything that, that, that you need to do, you know? So one of the biggest issues that people face, even larger companies, even public companies today or public industries is, 
when the money is mismanaged, you know, some of the banks that are going um, down right now, part of it is financial mismanagement. You know, the FTX, that, that cryptocurrency company that went down, one of the biggest issues was financial mismanagement, not keeping proper goods, books and records, not understanding. So that's like the top part of financial mismanagement. There are so many ways that finances can help you if you are reporting it correctly and and, and, and and doing it wine. So it's not, good bookkeeping is not just for your taxes if you're a small business. Good bookkeeping is for your taxes, yes, and it can also help you to minimize your taxes while maximizing, maximizing your deductions, minimize your taxes, and maximize your retirement savings. Retirement savings within a small business is one of the things that I use to be a, one of the, the nice things that you're able to do um, while you're starting out to, to um, help you save for retirement while you're able to deduct 100% of that on your books. So, so you want to be able to spend smartly and you know so you're you're knowing you know you know where you're going to be able to, to maximize because i'll tell you not all deductions are created equally one of the questions i get all the time as a tax accountant is can i deduct this can i deduct that yes maybe maybe not can you deduct it is it going to be beneficial to you can you deduct it most of the time the answer is yes will you be able to deduct it that will depend on a whole array of things so those that that's you need to 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 definitely look at that um in our coming episodes we are going to bring on a bookkeeper that we are going to be discussing you know different aspects that she sees that that businesses are are um kind of having bad money habits on and things that they need to I improve so we're gonna have them um have her look at that so that's gonna be one of the things the second thing thing we need to talk about is mixing your your business and your personal expense one of the things i tell most business whether they're starting a bigger business a smaller business even they're starting their side hustle is you have a separate credit card and a separate bank account for your business. You want to make sure that you're only charging your business expense on your credit card and only, only using money from your business account. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. You, because one is you don't want to mix the two together, especially if you're having a corporate if you have a corporate um, account, if you know if you're, you're a corporation, there's something called piercing the corporate veil, and you want to make sure that you have those things separate, separate, so you understand that. Business 101 says, you know that you know small companies choose to ignore this, you know, so you want to make sure that you're not ignoring this, that you're 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 looking at making sure that you know you have a you don't have all these things clustered. 23% of small businesses um, firms cite mixing personal expenses with business expenses. It's a challenge that they face in their, con their company. You want to make sure you're not doing that. One is sometimes when you spend personal money, you forget that you did and you're losing that deduction because you don't remember to add that into your books. You know, the second thing is, is that, um, you know, 
when you need to follow and find receipts in today's society, a lot of things are electronic. You can attach your receipts to your credit card statements online. Like I know on my Amex statements, I can attach a lot of my receipts on there on my, on my QuickBooks that I use. I can attach a lot of the bank statements on there. So, so you're able to, to, if you have your own bank, your, your business bank account and your business credit card, you're able to attach all the business receipts right there and you don't have any problems in case it's looked at by the IRS or if you're getting a financial audit or review, it's looked at at these things, you have them already available. So you want to make sure that, 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 that that's what you're doing. One of the biggest red flags is mis mixing business with pleasure when it comes to the to the IRS business with personal things the IR, that's a big red flag they their feelings is that you're not keeping proper books and they're going to dig a little deeper into you so you don't want them to have to know to, to do that you you don't want them to have that problem you know you want to avoid this by like I said opening your business account using that to manage all of your companies at the beginning yes you when you're starting out you might not be making any revenues so when you're first starting out a company take the amount of capital that you're going to be contributing into that company and opening that bank account with it. So if your initial capital that you're starting out the business with is $10,000, take the whole $10,000 or whatever amount and deposit it into that business account and then spend for the business from there. Do not so you, whenever you, you're needed and you, you need to, to, to replenish that account, you deposit the money into that account and then you, you move along there. So, so we're going to also discuss a little bit more on, on, on mixing personal and, and, um, and business expense, mixing personal and business funds, which, you know, will be, it will affect you, you know, and you you want to make sure that you're not doing that. So you want to you know you you want to make sure that that's that's something that that you we, we will we will go dig or deeper into that. And I'll give you more examples of that. You know, one of the other things is not preparing for um, unforeseen expenses. So you know, unforeseen expenses derail small businesses really quickly because when you're starting out, you are tight on money, and when you're a small businesses, you are tight on money and want to. You know, another issue is, is it, that we'll discuss later is cash flow. So, you know, but you want to make sure that, you know, you're, you're keeping on top or for example, if you have small, you know, equipments or old equipments, you know, just be prepared that you're going to have these things that come, that comes about, you know, when, you know, when times are good, you need to put your money away, make sure that you keep money for a rainy day. It's very simple. It's just like how we do have our emergency fund for our personal, um, accounts or in our personal life, we need to have our emergency fund for our business life. So we want to make sure that, 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 that we're doing that, you know, um, and, and there are a few tactics, tactics into making sure that when you're doing well, you, you, you don't, um, loosen yourself up thinking, Oh, I have a lot of money. You know, you want to make sure that you're still not wasting and you're maximizing what you're doing and what you spend your money on is, 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 is what, what you know, not wasting is something that's valuable to your company and things like that. Like I've said many of times, I don't mind spending money, 
but I hate wasting it. So, you know, you want to make sure that whatever you're spending your money on, that you're not wasting it. You know, you're, it, it's, it's something valuable to your company and you're maximizing whatever it is that you're paying for. Um, for example, you know, I, I was reviewing a client's books the other day and, um, she was paying for this marketing company to, I think, update stuff um, on her Facebook or something like that. And she was spending a, a, a good amount of $100 doing that. But I, I asked her, I said, what is this that you've been paying for three years? And she's like, okay, I've been paying so-and-so. I said, well, how are you doing with that? It's been three years already. Are you getting business from this? Are you? Is it worth you doing this? And things like that. How much did I spend? I spend... You know, she must have spent maybe $25,000 in the last three years. What kind of business was she able to get back from that? She started looking at it and it was really not, you know, she it wasn't really worth for her to do that. She can definitely probably spend that money on some other marketing tool that might be able to help her better and, 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 you know, maximize more her revenues. And, and that will, in de- that will be, that's like, definitely you know maximizing your revenues and that will go straight into your net income because if you're spending twenty five thousand dollars in three years on something that's only netting you ten thousand dollars or it's not beneficial in the longer growth of the company then you're you're wasting it number one and you could be using that money for something that is going to be more beneficial to you and is going to in turn, not only are you going to be not wasting it, you're going to turn that money into more money later on, you know, so you want to make sure that you're looking at that. So if she, if I didn't go over her financials with her, showing her this and asking her these questions, she would have never looked at that. She would have never thought about that. And she is a very fee sensitive client where she doesn't like to review her books and do a lot of business planning because she thinks, you know, because it's going to cost her money. But I just saved her just by one hour of, of financial planning and, and, and business planning, just by looking at this stuff, tens of thousands of dollars because she wasn't normally looking at it. So sometimes it's worth it to sit down with your bookkeeper, worth it to sit down with your accountant, or worth it to sit down with your financial planner or your business planner or your, or your, or your CPA advisor to help you understand what you're spending your money on and is it worthwhile. And maybe this, what she was spending this for marketing would have worked for her a year ago, but you need to always be reassessing what you're spending your money on. You can't say, okay, my books are great. I've decided what I'm going to be spending my money on and I'm okay with that. So, you know, she, what's good today is not going to be good six months later. So you constantly need to be looking at your number picture and making sure that it is benefiting your business. So that's one of the things. The other thing we need to talk about is not paying your bills on time. You know, suppliers, landlords, utilities, you know, they all want to get paid. You want to make sure that you're paying your bills on time. You want to make sure that you have a 
a, a record of, of, of when the bills are due and making sure today, in today's society, it is very easy to do this. You can put everything on an automatic. You know, you can even upload the invoice into your QuickBooks and attach it to that particular payment when you're making that payment. So it's, 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 it's very easy to do that. So you want to make sure that, that, you know, you're not behind the eight ball when it comes to making sure that you're spending your you know, paying your bills on time because it affects your financial health. They say about 55% of companies still handle their accounts payable process manually. That is crazy. There is no reason for you to be on to doing any of these accounting functions, any of these bookkeeping functions manually. If you're doing that, you're wasting time and you need to get into the age of, you know, using your time wisely and making sure that, you know, one of the other things that, that, that paying these things manually is one, it's time consuming and it's so prone to fraud and mistakes. So you, you know, you might double pay a bill, you know, all these different things. And, 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 you know, writing checks today is such a fraud thing. I, I just, I mean, it's, it's, it's my little 16 year old son got frauded with a check the other day on his account. So it's just, it's just something that's been happening. So in today's world, we are not writing checks. We are not paying bills manually. Everything is electronic. You can look at stuff. You have to pay attention and you know, it'll save you. Having an automatic system saves you significant money, significant amount of time and time is money. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. You want to make sure that you're streamlining your accounts payable, um, within what you're doing and you, and and you're able to 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 do that. So instead of manually managing your vendors with invoice, do and reoccurring expenses, do you know organize everything in an automatic system to submit your invoices and manages your invoice approval process and send payments to your vendors on an, in an automatic system. The other thing that we need to talk about and this is probably our fifth topic is not having a budget not budgeting and forecasting, not budgeting and forecasting in a business. I don't know how, how people would do that. You know, you, 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 you know, if you're running your business by the seat of your pants and just hoping that you'll have enough in the bank to pay the bills at the end of the month, that's like, you know, you just hoping that the paychecks is going to pay the bills at the end of the month, which is, which is not the way to do that. You know, you'll end up, you'll wind up with, with debt. You'll wind up with, you know, more financial responsibilities. You know, you're not going to be able to handle that. So my advice is to develop and stick to a budget forecast, you know, um, and, and I'll tell you one, a couple of the other reasons why budgets are important when we go over all the topics that you're going to be explained. So one of the things that, that, that the, the other thing that we, we, we work on is, is how all these things intertwine in our financial literacy package, understanding our bad money habits in order to become smarter with our money and make better money choices is they're all intertwined. They're all included. So a budget, having a budget helps you in other aspects of your business. So having a forecasting helps you with other aspects. So you want to make sure that you're, you're that and also it will help you read your financials, understand your multi month your picture, you know, yes, you, you budget that you're going to spend a thousand dollars a month on marketing. Okay. Am I on budget with my marketing? That's one thing, but then you dig a little deeper into it. If you're going to be looking at, 
you know, understanding your numbers, you dig a little deeper. Am I spending this $100 as efficiently as possible, this $1,000 as efficiently as possible? So having the budget starts you off, then digging a little deeper, understanding your number picture a little further is am I maximizing on my $1,000? So you want to be able to have that. Of course, budgets are flexible. You know, it, 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 it's something, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, you, you can use a static budget, budget or a flexible budget, but in either case, it still can be flexible. So, you know, you will talk about those things and, we'll, and I'll explain that to you a little further. You know, part of the budget process is you have your fixed costs, your variable costs. There's one-time costs like building of a website. You know, there's, there's, um, fixed costs, which is usually your rent and, 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 car payments and vehicle payments and those type of things then you have variable costs which is sometimes your your um your your light bill your utilities you know certain things that are variable with maybe the cost of of some supplies and things like that you know and you know so you want to make sure that 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 those are the things that you look at one of the things that you also might want to include in your budget is a prospective cash flow statement so you know so you understand cash flow so the sixth thing that we want to talk about is not having proper tax compliance. When you are poor with handling tax com compliance, it can be detrimental. It can end you up in jail. So you want to make sure, you know, you're, you're managing your cash. Cash management is good. You're doing a good job with that. So you, but you also want to make sure that you're complying with the IRS. You know, you know, still up to 85% of small businesses they overpay their taxes each year. You know, you don't want to overpay. You don't want to underpay. You want to make sure that you're paying the right amount because it could affect your cash flow. You know, you want to make sure that, you know, if you're paying too much, you're probably, you know, tightening yourself too much when it comes to your cash flow. So you want to make sure that you're doing quarterly reviews with your tax advisor that so you understand that you are in line with what you need to pay for the year um, when it comes to your um your your tax the, the irs will charge penalties and interest if you're not paying if you're underpaying consistently you're underpaying your taxes it'll start build up and it gets bigger and bigger so you definitely don't want to underpay but you definitely don't you know you might not want to overpay either large amounts because you want to make sure that you are using your money wisely as part of your cash flow you know one of the other biggest issues that businesses are facing with federal tax isn't payments is 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 the cost of compliance which we talked about the cost of compliance meaning the high penalties and interest that they're charging you you know when when you're not doing what you need to do when you're not filing your taxes on time when you're not um, making sure that you're doing for example if payroll returns are not filed on time the fees are so high it does not make sense not to file it on time because that needs to be done you know payroll returns are normally um, done quarterly so you don't want to waste money on fees on penalties and interest you want to make sure that you're doing all of that on time payroll companies usually help with that you know you want to make sure that you are not being inconsistent or you're not limited with your cash flow most people struggle with managing cash flow i think this is the one of the hardest things for individuals who have small businesses is to manage their cash flow understand the manage of their cash flow understand that their cash flow is not 
their income statement or their profit and loss statement. That's one of the biggest issues I see. You know, you all need to understand cash flow is separate. Your your balance sheet and income t statement are, is the is the health of your company. The cash flow is the liquidity of what you have available to use in your business. So you want to make sure that you're effectively managing enough. You have enough to cover your monthly bill. You're accumulating cash to invest in your growth. You know, liquidity is an ongoing issue. So that's something that you personally, as a business um, owner, need to be aware of all the time. Maybe you're looking at your, your financials monthly, but your cash flow is something you, you need to be going, looking at more periodically. So I definitely will say that, you know, you need to be managing accounts receivable, accounts payable, making sure that, you know, you have everything on your calendar that affects your cash flow. You know, you want to make sure that you're understanding everything that targets your cash flow. Cash flow 101 involves balancing your accounts, your payables, your receivables, and maximizing your cash to cash conversion cycle, making sure that your company is insured access of the right capital. And we'll get into capital, you know, in a little while. So beyond, beyond all of this, you know, you, you need to make sure that the cash flow is forecast properly. Your historical information is correct and your forecast information is co correct. When you maximize all the cash flow um, strategies, then you you are able to combine them and maximize your liquidity. So cash flow is the liquidity of the company. You as a business owner need to have the biggest handle on that statement more than anything else. You know, the eighth thing we need to talk about is not raising enough capital. So when businesses start, you know, you want to make sure that you're raising enough capital, raising enough capital. What does that mean? You know, that you have the right funding, whether it's it's debt funding or it's, you know, 80 82 percent of business owners that survey don't even know how to interpret their company's credit score. So you want to make sure that, you know, your funding also affects your overall health of your business. Your credit score is just like your business, your entity is this, a person is an entity, a business is an entity. When I do taxes for someone, a person with a social security number is an entity or a tax ID number, that's an entity. When we have a business, that's a different entity. So they have their own filing requirements. So every entity, whether it's a person, a, person, a business, a trust, an estate, they all have their own filing requirements and their own um, their own things that are required for tax compliance. So you want to make sure that you know you have an understanding of your business credit score, credit score, and that you are able to get approved for loans when it comes to the time. Your credit score involves you paying your business bill on time. It involves your you know how your cash flow is working. And it involves your accounts receivable and your accounts payable. So you you know the overall health of your business. You want to make sure that that you're looking at that. You know. So there are different types of funding that you need to look at, SBA, which we are going to go into, um, lots of the different private fundings, venture capitalist fundings, you know, you as the individual putting your funds in there, bank loans, they're, they're all personal loans. There are all different ways that you can get your companies funded and, you know, and understand how much funds you need and making sure that you're using your funds wisely and, you know, that you're attracting the right your good investors. So if you have all these things, you know, you know, you know that you're 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 doing all these things correctly.
So the other thing and, and, and that we need to talk about is having too much debt. So we talked about fundings, but, but, but entrepreneurs, like I've always said, you know, they can rightfully be proud of themselves because they pull their bootstrap up and they're on their way to success. They're the biggest risk taker. And you, you know, they're, 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 want to make sure that they're succeeding, but we have to have the right balance. So in the end, the balance of what funds we have, whether it's equity or death funding, whether we're taking out loans, we want to make sure that we have the right balance, you know? So with, whether you're, you know, getting debt for a vehicle or, or, you know, long-term debt, you need to understand the long-term effects and the short-term effects of your debt. You need to understand how your debt payments every month affects your cash flow because the debt payment might not necessarily be all an expense. You know, you might be paying for an equipment or you might be paying for a vehicle or you might be paying your mortgage for your, 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 warehouse or your office so which is not an expense but it's part of your cash flow so that's why the cash flow is important and it's not just your income statement or your profit and loss you know so you want to make sure that we're going to go into four different ways that you can you know steps that you can take to minimize your business debt and understand you know paying your 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 debt back on, on time and you want to make sure that you are um that you are understanding that, you know, the, the right debt that you're getting, you're understanding how your debt affects you, how to understand the payments, how the payment of the debt affects you. And, you know, you also want to understand how it affects the health of your company. So, you know, sometimes you would hear, like when I am watching CNBC or, or um, Fox Business News, I always... Um, think about the health of a company. So when you, when you want to, most investors, they look at the balance sheet and income statement for the health of a company. If you have a large amount of liabilities, which is your debt, and you don't have the asset to, to help with it, or you don't have the forecast of earnings to be able to do that, then people are not going to, banks are not going to want to um, give leverage to you, and you're not going to be able to, have a better cash flow going forward because you know people are not going to want to invest whether it's debt equity debt or equity that they're they're putting into your company so you want to want to definitely make sure that you're looking at all of these things all these bad money habits that that we tend to develop along when we're working with our company so and we're going to discuss all the bad money habits we're going to discuss what they are in detail and then we're going to discuss solutions for them and how we go about um, making sure that we're following certain steps to make sure that we, you know, are not keeping these bad money habits. And if we do keep them, how to better make better money choices for our business. So again, this is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA. And I thank you for um, listening and watching my show. And Stay tuned for bad money habits in a business and how we can avoid them. Thank you.